Okay, Rabbi Sar, we are holding Besiata de Shmai in the Dorim, Daf Peiches. This is Gewaldig, Rabbi Sar, because, uh, a few more days to go. Be'ezz Hashem. The week of Rish Chodesh. We're going to be making a scene, Be'ezz Hashem, during Chodesh Shvat, which is going to be Gewaldig. Be'ezz Hashem. Okay, so let's go. Yesterday we talked about the Mishnah that was very much about and revolving a situation of a machloikis about a husband that knew that he had the schus to be martyred in the dorm of his wife, but he just didn't know that it was actually a nether. Well, other way around, and whatever we discussed. And uh, that's what we're discussing over here in this case, whether he is or not allowed to uh, matter it on the same day. Says the Gemara like this. Vura minua In other words, we're actually going to be asking Gikasha on the sugi of Golas. We know that when a person, those of you that have learned already or Pretty much everyone is familiar with the sugya in Makkah, especially in the second peric, where it goes through the sugya of a person going to Golis in detail. And uh, a person that kills the shogeg so has, to go to Go- has to go to Golis. And it's shetazoi, v'reminu, b'loi rois. That means he never saw. That's the literal translating translation. He didn't see. Prat, the summa. That means... Um, Assume a blind person who by mistake does something will be part of him going to Golis because he never saw and he can't see. Devi Rebbe Huda. But Meoime, the rabbis es asuma. We are over here including the Summa that he is also Chayv in this case. Now, hold on a minute. What do we see from here? We see that Asuma, of course, he has all of his other functions and possibly even greater. But at the end of the day, there is something limiting him. He's not fully aware of what's going on because he can't see. And yet, if that's the case, Rabbi Yehuda still holds that he has to go to Golis. Rabbi Meir holds not that way. Well, isn't that exactly the opposite of our Mishnah between Rabbi Meir and the Chachomim, which is Rabbi Yehuda? That's the Gemara's Kasha over here in the end of Pesayin on base. That's what we're dealing with. Now we turn the page, Rabbi Yehuda, to today's Dab. On the Pechesim and Aleph, and the Gemara says, Oh my Rabbi, Chachom in Yonei Dekra, in other words, it very much depends on the context, so to speak, that the Psukim were talking about. In other words, really, Reb Meir holds what we're going to call it now, that a partial knowledge is not considered to be a, a complete knowledge. And Reb Yudah holds it is called Yediyah. Right? Like, like our Mishnah says quite clearly. Again, the machlokes between Reb Meir and Reb Yehuda legabi asuma is in the drushes of the psukim. This is Eigel. Reb Yehuda sava shitas Reb Yehuda is what gabi reit seachtiv. It says v'asheyovah esreyu beyah, which is mashma called over meyal meyal leyar. Anyone that's able to go into the yar if he kills b'shogeg is chayv golas. The summa nami bama alil yarhu. A summa, even though maybe he can't see, has the ability to go inside the forest. The yaman, if you want to tell me that the pasuk of below royas without seeing is the rabbis is coming to include as hasuma. Why do you need that for? Miyan avkalei. You could dash it from there to include a summa that he's able to go in. Elish mamina, it must be Belayroyas, the posik, the two words of Belayroyas, is Darshaning Prat the Summa. It's coming to exclude the Summa that the Torah is telling us when it says Belayroyas, that what? Uh, he can't see here, but he can see somewhere else. Reb Meir differently, and this is going to be the Machlikas now. 
Rebbe holds Ksivan. It says by the case of someone killing Bishogig that he goes to Goddess Bivli Das without knowledge, Mashma called of Ameda. In other words, as long as he's a barrier doer, he understands, he knows what's going on. And over here he does it without knowledge. And Asuma hasn't got his full uh, functions going and he can't know exactly what's going on and how to find his friend and everything to do with seeing and everything else. And that's the case for Asuma. Now, if you want to tell me that the words in the Pasek and the Toyo, we doubt excluding Asuma. Right? Well, why would the Torah have to specifically exclude a summa from the words below rose, mi blidas mafkale? We could have learned it from blidas, and from there we would have known that he would be exempt. Ella must be from the very fact that we have now two miyutu in that case, and we know the famous clown for all of you that do korbanis in the morning before Pesukah the Zimmer, there ain't miyut acha miyut rabbis. Whenever we have miyut after miyut, exclusion after exclusion, I think that would be a very good literal translation, it comes to include shmami no belay rois le rabbis asuma. And that's what's going on over here. Obviously it's coming along to include the summa in this Gewaldige case over there. Now, Zog the Heiliger Mishnah. Okay? Zog the Heiliger Mishnah. Hamadir Hanor Mechasonai. This is a very interesting Shiloh over here. Someone that asses, uh, Hanor, so to speak, on the husband of his daughter, his son-in-law. But he wants to give his daughter money. He would love to give his daughter a present, but the problem is, is, uh, he doesn't want his son-in-law to have it. Maybe because he's worried that maybe she'll have it and, you know, maybe she'll die and he'll get it at the Yerusha or get, he'll get divorced or whatever it may be. There could be many different re- reasons. Um, but whatever it is, at the end of the day, he doesn't want his son to have it. So he says like this. He says to her like this. Sorry. He says to her. This cash, I'll give to you as a present. The husband, your husband, has no wishes in that situation, right? Whereas the only thing that it has is, uh, you could basically take it, buy it, use it, but the food has to be literally placed into your mouth. Meaning it has to be used by you, basically, in that case. That's how it is, which is a very unusual case. Very unusual situation. In fact, I'll tell you myself. Um, a man wanted to give a gift to his married daughter. But again, he didn't want his son-in-law to have an offer, all the situation. And he thought about all sorts of ideas, but how is, you know, how her husband would not get it. What is, you know, all sorts of things like that. So he decided to consult with his Rav. The Rav had no answer what to do. So the Rav told the father to wait, and he went to contact the God Ladur at the time, which was the Rivosh. And he asked the Rivosh, what legal form will absolutely protect a gift to the wife so that the husband can never take possession of it under any circumstances? And the reverse says, well, at the end of Mesechta Sedorim, where we're holding Dachpiches, the Mishnah says, a case of someone who made a nether not to give a nod to his son-in-law, but didn't wait, but wanted to give money to his daughter. So you can say the money is a gift, and the condition of the husband has no right to it, right? So most posts can pasca like Shmuel, by the way, in our Gemara, that even saying, do as you wish with it, is enough to prohibit the money from the husband. Now he said, to be on the safe side, the father should say, listen, on condition that your husband has no hold on it, and you do whatever you wish. Now the Rambam actually teaches that Shmuel holds that one must use both phrases in order to effectively prohibit the husband from taking any possession from the gift. According to Shmuel, without both phrases, the money of the gift actually does go to the husband. Very, very interesting. Let's move on to the Heidegger Gemurah. 
Omar Rav. Loishanu ala da Omar Lo. That's only when he says to Masha'at Noises Venesenis Mephichal. Again, this is the Machrikas that I mentioned a moment ago. This, that, um, you take it and you put it in your mouth. Avalama, if he says, Masha, do whatever you want with it, then can't have in your mouth. And emergently the husband can get it and there's no problem. Rishmulama, and as we said, the Rambam and everyone passes is like Shitashmul. Afilo Oma, Masha, do whatever you want. The husband does not acquire with it in that case. Where does this go? In other words, when Rav Paskin Azoi, who goes like him? Rameya holds, famously said, that the hand of a wife is like the hand of the husband. But I have a steer it's been a while, eh? Let's go back to Mesechtas Erevin. Mesechtas Erevin is a bit of Shabbos also. Uh, we mentioned a couple of times in Mesechtas Sukkah. But I'll call upon him. Shituf Vimovoi means that what it is is you want to be Meshatav. You want to put everyone together to enable everyone to carry in this case. And they all have to contribute something and put it in one of the chatzayim, whatever it is. It's a gansi yasoid. It's again nowadays, by the way, as well. They do it in hotels. They do it in apartment buildings here. And now it's a schoil, all sorts of things. So how do you do it? Manir has a chobis You put down a barrel of wine and you say as follows. This wine is for everyone in the mavi. And then you mazaka it to them. Now, here we go. If you want to say that whenever a woman gets something, automatically her husband gets it. Then the Erev never left the husband's possession because it automatically goes back to him. Hold on a minute. Since it, the purpose over here is to mezaka other people, miyad then she does actually get it as a schus from the husband. It works. Ah, gewalt. Says more about it. People that when a person can be accurate to them, we're going about the Aha! Well, now that doesn't work. Now we're going to have to figure out a way of how it's monastira. And the Omer of Ashi, of Ashi says, We're talking in a case of a woman that actually owns a chotza in the Movoy, and therefore she has to get a chedik of the wine for it to work, because the migoy, the zachil, and nafsha, since she zoycha a chedik for herself, memela, zachil, achreni, she can also be mezakar and zoycha, for other people in this case over there. Okay, so that is the case over here. Um, should we or should we not continue and do the Mishnah? I think not, because it's always like a brand new sugya, and it leads us on also to the next stuff, and it's quite a long mission on the next page. So I think at this stage, we will probably leave it over here. But I, I would like to take this opportunity to thank, by the way, all those that have sent in uh, feedback, whether it's on my Ami uh, magazine interview, or whether it's on the Dafi Yomi Shurim or the Parashish Shurim and the videos and stuff that we send out from Yeshiva, 
I do thank you very, very much. It means a lot to me, by the way, when people thank me and let me know what's going on and they enjoy it because, you know, efforts put in, it's always good to know. So if you do want to send an email in or if you've got any horrors or you don't like the share, then send me a message. And my message, my email is R-A-W, R-A-W. Again, it's raw, R-A-W, at basedovid, B-E-I-S-D-O-V-I-D dot com. That's raw, R-A-W, at basedovid, B-E-I-S-D-O-V-I-D dot com. Have a wonderful and beautiful day.